Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's episode 36 today and you join me in the Gold Coast. I know it's been a while since I've uploaded a podcast but I just feel like I just needed some time to come round and yeah. So last you heard of me was a Gossip Girl episode. Make sure you check that out. I mean I'm still going with the program um, even though it's my like sixth time watching it or something stupid <laughs> um but yeah if you like the gossip girl go check that out but before that i was at my farm job in australia and uh, and i just wanted to do a fun little episode of you know how i found like my farm job and how australia's gone so far some tips that i would advise you on if you are planning to come out of here because some of these I didn't know. Sometimes you just have to experience it to know. Um, so yeah, but I'll definitely advise you as best I can and obviously give you an update on what is happening. So first of all, let's catch you up on the past kind of month and a bit. So it's the 22nd of January when I'm recording and uploading this. So what a treat. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously it's been Christmas and everything and New Year. So for Christmas, I've just been in the Gold Coast really ever since I left the farm. But I did go to, down to Melbourne for New Year's and I went to Fall Festival, which I will get onto soon. But yeah, so I'm staying with my cousins in the Gold Coast. They have kindly let me stay and it's saving me a lot of money, I have to say. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that. And it's also nice to see them and catch up with them because, yeah, I mean, I haven't got to see them really. I've probably met couple of them twice over my life so it's nice to see them and get to know them more <laughs> um, so that's been really nice and yeah went to fall festival for new years which was incredible got to see the arctic monkeys as new years was coming in and it was just it was just 10 out of 10 and i went there with daniela and femke who i worked at the farm with um, so yeah that's kind of what i've been up to i've been up to brisbane for a few days as well with daniela which was really fun got to go see Australia Zoo which was like top five in my bucket list for Australia things to do um even though I've been before but I just I just absolutely love it definitely recommend a visit but yeah so that's kind of where I'm at now and then the next steps are going I'm flying down to Sydney on the 1st of February and I'm going to stay in a hostel for a few days and then I've got a private room um in an airbnb booked for a week um, and then that's all i've got booked at the moment i'm sure i'll update you on instagram as and when i know what i'm doing um but yeah i do want to get a car so the next like big thing is getting a car so i can travel around and do some fun stuff um i'm gonna get a bed in the back so i'm gonna kit it out it's gonna be great i'll show you it once it's all sorted <laughs> So that's kind of my main mission at the moment. But yeah, that's your little update anyway. <laughs> and yeah, now I'll get on to... So Australia is obviously a massive country and I I didn't really understand how big it was until I came here really. So like <clears throat> just driving from like the Gold Coast to Sydney is like nine, ten hours, which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah first of all get clued up on it because it's a big country and yeah as you all know 
I've travelled um, up the east coast and here, there and everywhere. <laughs> I haven't done Western Australia yet, but that is coming, I promise you. But yeah, so the best way, if you don't have a car, and if you don't want to pal up with someone with a car, if you do, that's cool. If you don't, then the big bus is the Greyhound bus, obviously, which probably everyone's heard of. And it is a good service. You can get like a monthly pass, I think, or something. That, there's a few different passes. I got a monthly one. Um, and it's a really good service as long as you are ready for like overnight buses and stuff. <laughs> Um, and being tired the next day because I, I mean, some people could sleep on buses and that's fine, but I cannot. But I do want to give you a tip on this. The Greyhound is the big one because you get all the passes and things. But if you do, do want to do like a one-off trip to somewhere or whatever, look around at other bus companies. Because um, I, I went up to Byron for a festival and I used Premier Bus. Um, and it was so good because like everyone was getting the Greyhound bus and I got the premiere and there was about 10 people on it the whole journey. So it was incredible. I'm not saying that's how it's going to be for you, but it's worth looking at other buses because you might get it a little bit cheaper and it might be a bit quieter because the Greyhound bus is probably always going to be full. I'm not going to lie to you because it's the big one. Um, so that's my first tip. My second one is research into when you want to come so i arrived in may because obviously the south has seasons the north has dry season and wet season so it's always going to be hot up north but right now um like the summer like technically the summer of australia it's the wet season um so you kind of at this time you kind of want to you know be in the south Brisbane Gold Coast is well it's not south but it's got the same seasons as the south <laughs> um, if that makes any sense at all so yeah you've got to kind of plan your route around that because I've known people like who have wanted to go on Whitsunday's boat trips right now and it's been cancelled left right and centre because the weather is just not good up there and there's obviously been floods and stuff so bear that in mind and obviously Western Australia has had floods as well, so it's probably not the best time to travel that side either. But yeah, just bear that in mind when you're planning travelling and stuff. And with that, with planning and travelling, I know a lot of places, what I've heard of, haven't experienced it, but what I've heard of, like in, you know, Asia and things like that, Central America, you can be very flexible with how you travel. So you can literally, like, book a hostel the same day or whatever here you can't do that especially at the minute because it's just so busy like everyone and their mother has come to Australia <laughs> um so you can't be as flexible so there is some element of planning in it as well just make sure you're doing that um because you don't want to be left either without a bed or paying a lot of money for a bed so just make sure you're booking things maybe like one to two weeks in advance which i know is annoying when you want to travel because you do want a lot of flexibility but unfortunately just because it's so busy here you can't do that um which is annoying but yeah that's kind of a big one at the minute because i think a lot of places are getting sold out and especially 
oh my god another tip <laughs> especially around christmas and new year's book as far as an, in advance as possible um if you know what you're doing i know it's hard if you don't but it's still worth trying to get somewhere because the prices are crazy and to be honest they haven't gone down a lot at the moment which is stressful <laughs> so another i know these are quite generic tips but i think they're very important and you never know that one person might need this podcast episode <laughs> i would recommend no matter how long you're coming to australia for um, if you like to go on the internet or want to be flexible with your internet and calling and stuff especially if you work on the working holiday visa because you do need an Australian phone number go and get one it's just so much simpler I'm paying like a contract the same as I have at home and it just makes it so much easier I know where I'm at with it and I can call any Australian number, text and use the internet and I don't have to worry about it. So make sure you get that sorted. That's one of the first things that you should sort, especially if you want a job straight away. And if you are thinking of a job straight away, you don't have to save that much money. Like the pay here is really good and it's just, yeah, like I'll get onto my farm work and I'll tell you, full transparency, I'll tell you how much I was earning things. Um, yeah, but don't worry about saving a lot of money up because you will earn money quickly and easily over here. And jobs, there's loads of jobs, especially in like hospitality, especially if you have a skill like, you know, construction and things like that, you'll get a job easy. So as for like hostels and places to stay and things, do your research, read reviews because there's nothing worse than staying in a horrible hostel. Like, I'm going to be honest, the ones in Australia aren't that great. Like, I've seen people I've watched who travel on YouTube and stuff. I've seen so many nice ones all over the world. But Australia, they're very few and far between and they'll cost you a bit of money. But you can get okay well i mean a hostel is a hostel at the end of the day and as long as it's clean you know it's good in my eyes um but yeah just make sure you're reading the reviews like i use hostel world and if it's not on hostel world i use booking.com um and just read the reviews <laughs> trust me i always read them and even the bad ones like if there's a lot of bad ones obviously red flag but yeah even the few bad ones like because sometimes people just love to complain <laughs> um, and it's not that bad but yeah hostels are quite expensive at the moment so don't expect like a cheap night <laughs> um it's not like five pound a night i'm afraid it's gonna be like 25 30 pounds a night i'm saying pounds so basically double that um that's what they are at the minute anyway they might go down they weren't as expensive when I was doing the East Coast. I'll tell you that for sure. But the one I've booked in for in Sydney is $50 a night. So yeah, a bit steep, but yeah, just prepare yourself for that. <laughs> just, you know, research into it and just have a like a little look around, see what events that, you know, if you want to, you know, keep yourself to yourself and fair enough. But if you want to, you know, get involved in events in the hostel, then, see what they're doing check out if they've got a website or an instagram or whatever just check out what they do 
and yeah because if you want to meet people and do their activities you best go into a hostel that actually does activities i have to say the best hostel i have stayed at in australia is probably mm, i really like wake up bondi beach and another good one is the surf house in byron bay those are probably the two like cleanest you know nice hostels and in good locations as well so i would recommend i've also heard wake up in sydney central and wake up at byron bay are very good as well now i know everyone comes to australia thinking well you know the brits thinking oh my god i'm gonna get such a good time and lay the sun all day please don't do that <laughs> i can tell you from experience it is a very strong sun i wore when i was in melbourne we went to the beach and i wore factor 50 and i still got horrifically burnt like it wasn't like blistering blistering but it was on its way put it that way so just make sure you are wearing factor 50 because it is intense and you you like feel how intense it is as well because when you sit there you're like oh my god yeah just wear factor 50 and don't sit in the sun just constantly all the time do do intervals trust me on that one <laughs> those are kind of the main tips and things that i'd say to anyone coming to australia right now i know a lot of people on the working holiday do like an intro tour so i did intro travel as you probably know by now and um, but there is welcome to travel and things like that and there's a lot of companies out there so definitely if you do want to do a tour with people go check one of them out they're very good and they help set up everything for you which i it just made it easier for me <laughs> just makes life a little bit easier and i will always take that but yeah those are kind of the big ones um if you have any more questions just let me know i'll do my best to answer them so now moving on to farm work so at the moment as a requirement for a second year visa you have to do 88 days of farm work and for a third year you have to do six months of farm work now the uk and australia have made a deal and it is getting scrapped for uk citizens but we don't know when that's coming in so as of now it's not in so you still need to do your farm work but you know what i'd even when you don't have to do it i just recommend it like i had the best time like i know i've probably said this in the other episodes but i had a blast like and i'm literally going back to tasmania for this season this year i just love it <laughs> and i could really see myself doing it not for life but you know for a bit it keeps me fit and you're outside and it's just nice just 10 out of 10 <laughs> but yeah so obviously at the moment i think a lot of people are struggling to find farm work because the wet season especially up north and it's just been rainier than usual so a lot of farms have like struggled um you could also do hospitality as well that's quite a big one now um but yeah so how i got my farm work is i literally just posted a post on a backpacker jobs group and just like introduced myself saying when i can start what i was more interested in so i did want to work with animals or 
in hospitality so that's what I put and obviously because it's Facebook you do get a few weirdos <laughs> so you just kind of have to sift through the weirdos and you do kind of know when something's a false job because of the punctuation spelling and just the look of the profile and I feel like you you'll know what I mean when I say that <laughs> so you've just got to have your wits about you um still I nearly went to one in the Northern Territory which would be interesting um and it was for like not a chef role but you didn't have to be like a chef chef it was like a sh like a cook uh, like a station cook or something yeah you didn't have to be a chef you just had to know how to cook basically so I nearly went for that because it sounded promising but the only problem was it wasn't really an accessible place to go without a car but then I got the offer of all offers <laughs> from my one of my managers Um, just basically messaged me like what I work on a dairy farm in Tasmania we're looking for people to you know calf rear milk cows stuff like that and I was like oh I've never really thought about milking a cow before not everyone does <laughs> so yeah I was kind of like disgusted because obviously when you have something like that you have to discuss it with friends and family don't you I mean I do so I discussed it with my mom and mom was like I think you should go for it and I obviously the best thing to do is when approached by a job and it seems legit just ask questions yeah just to ask as many questions as possible especially about the location how it's accessible and things like that really um you pay just make sure you've got all the details so i obviously asked all them and it seemed legit um, so yeah booked my flight to tasmania at that point and i was like oh i was very apprehensive though because i was very unfit at the time and like because his here's the real is the real chat with lizzie a lot of backpackers are obviously very fit and healthy and things like that and that's obviously that's just part of life <laughs> that's who people are but i don't know i don't i didn't really see a lot of like travelers and backpackers like my size at the time so i was very like nervous and i think looking back this is very deep i know <laughs> but looking back i wasn't as confident as i could have been and um, because you know when you just worry too much about what you look like but you shouldn't but, but you do you do <laughs> so yeah i was a bit like oh am i gonna be fit enough for this and things and even in you know the first few days like i was like oh god how am i gonna do four months of this um but you know what as you keep doing it you get healthier you get fitter and you get stronger as well it was actually really good but sorry i went on a little side rant <laughs> but yes i did get approached through facebook and i do think with backpacking especially in australia facebook is the way to go there's loads of different groups and loads of people wanting to meet up and loads of people looking for jobs and you know you can find jobs on there and it's just so helpful so i definitely recommend if you haven't got a facebook account just get one for traveling and it's good to like connect with people as well so yeah that's kind of my biggest advice but yeah as i was saying earlier 
the pay here is very good i got i think it was around 27 dollars an hour i think it was around that um but it adds up because like you get paid like sometimes it's like double pay on public holidays and things like that so it does add up and it's a lot better than the uk pay put it that way <laughs> and i just found like i could save more i mean i am a big spender so i could, definitely could have saved a lot more but you, if you are strict with yourself you could save a lot of money and it's good because you're in the middle of nowhere well not in the middle of nowhere but you know like not in a big city where you spend money and like for me go to different concerts and blah 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 go drinking all the time stuff like that it was nice just to like have this house it was a lovely house as well <laughs> and just like kind of not be stuck there but kind of be stuck there you know it just helped me save money so yeah that's kind of the ins and outs of how i got my farm work and how much it paid and if you have any questions on farm work again let me know and i'll try my very best to let help you um but yeah that's kind of kind of it for this episode and i hope it helped someone out there if you're planning to come to australia or if you're already in australia it still applies <laughs> if you are in australia um but yeah as i've said any questions just please let me know i'd be happy to help you and talk about it um even just if you i don't know want to meet up or be on the podcast and discuss something just just let me know i'm easy <laughs> but yes as always thank you so much for listening and i promise not to leave it as long for the next episode but if you want to keep up with what i'm doing then instagram my instagram is a bit of everything podcast my twitter is abe podcast and my facebook is a bit of everything podcast so make sure you go follow me on them and then also i do have a youtube channel which is also a bit of everything podcast and i do like traveling videos over on there so if you do want to watch what i'm doing um head on over there because it's cool describing it but i just think visually <laughs> with australia especially because it's so nice you need to see it so head on over to my youtube if you do want to watch what i get up to and hopefully a new video is coming soon as soon as i can work out why my laptop has no space <laughs> but no thank you for listening and i will speak to you in the next episode bye